Storytelling is marketing's oxygen. Your brand cannot survive without it. Hi, my name is Nyquia, and I am the founder of The Marketing Profit, a global digital marketing agency. I have mastered the art of storytelling and marketing strategy from the greatest storyteller of all time. Yes, girl, you got that right. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. The Scriptures, Stories, and Strategies podcast is here to help faith-based content creators create a universal community within their online business that sparks engagement, prompts actions, and generates income using lessons from the only business book you really need, your Bible. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Faith Fuel podcast episode. If you are new here, welcome. And if you're returning for another episode, welcome back. If you skip past my intro, it's okay. I, I do it too. It's fine. If you that, But you wouldn't know who I was if you skip past it. So my name is Nyquia, and I am the founder of The Marketing Profit. Uh, it's a global digital marketing agency, business educational platform, and faith-based global community for adventurous entrepreneurs who love to mix business with adventure. And if that sounds like a community you'd love to be a part of, then you will love this podcast because it's all about mixing faith with business. Today, we are going to talk about goals and planning and staying in line with God's will for your personal life and career. I have my first guest and I am so honored to have her here. So let me introduce you to Kayla Grinald. So Kayla is a Christian life coach for female Christian new grads who want to pursue personal goals and build life-giving routines without the hustle. She particularly loves journaling, coffee, and fuzzy socks. She even has 90-minute goal intensives, which are actually designed to help you go deep and get super clear on your goals and the actions you need to take to accomplish them, whether it's yearly, quarterly, or monthly goals. You can find more details and sign up for her spot on her website, and her website URL is www.couragedeer.com. That's D-E-A-R dot com forward slash services. So before I invite Kayla up on this platform to start speaking to you guys, um, I want to go over the gist of what this episode is all about again. So it's all about um, aligning your goals or aligning your plans with God's will, meaning there are a few things in life that are um, that we accomplished on accident, which is why it's also important for us to set specific goals. However, in our planning, we should always seek the Lord's guidance and not simply aim for our own earthly ambitions. So the real question is, um, are we seeking to please God ourselves with our goals? Are we pursuing money? Are we pursuing power or fame or self-advancement without considering um, any pitfalls? So before um, I bring Kayla on, as always, I love to start each podcast off with a few scriptures that correlate with what we're about to talk about today. And I have uh, actually five for you, five quick ones. So the first one is from Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 7, and it says, But as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. In Psalms chapter 20, verse four, it says, may he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 16 says, all who are prudent act with knowledge, but fools expose their folly. Proverbs 16 chapter, I'm sorry, Proverbs chapter 16, verse three says, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. And my last one is Proverbs chapter 16, verse nine, in their hearts, human plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. 
So Kayla, I love for you to talk to my audience about setting goals and how God should influence our plans. And then I also want you to share how setting goals with God in mind has helped you grow personally in your life coaching business. And we can talk more about the business side of it towards the end. So I know I gave you an introduction, but go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone. So thanks so much for having me. I'm Kayla. I am a Christian life coach and I just, I love having conversations. I love talking about goals and routines. Each life coach kind of has their niche and I just, I love goals, love routines. They are just such a foundation of um, what God has walked me through personally in my personal life. And a huge reason that I started my life coaching business was to help more women actually set goals, actually accomplish them, build routines that really help them in their lives. So I'm so excited to get to talk to, to you about this topic. It's one of my favorites. Of course, when I thought of this episode, I of course thought you were the first person that popped in my mind. And so you're you're the expert on setting goals and um, creating goals and then um, being a Christian, Christian entrepreneur yourself. So I'm pretty sure you keep God in line with all your goal setting. So I'm curious to, you know, learn about your guidelines when it comes to setting goals and keeping God within those goals. Um, because sometimes I need some help too. And I'm sure somebody listening is also going to need some type of some guidance from an expert like you. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Awesome. Yeah. And as I was writing this out, I was like, oh yeah, uh, I need to make sure I'm okay in this area. <laughs> so we all need this all the time. So uh, just as a preview of what's ahead, I've got four, four kind of guidelines. And then I do have um, sort of an activity at the end to kind of pull it all together. Um, that'll help you kind of walk through it on your own. So the first guideline is probably, I would say the most important, this is a lot of what you focus on in your podcast as well, but you got to know God's will through his word. And so when we hear the phrase, God's will, it can be kind of scary. Like, how do I know what God's will is? And God is so much bigger and, and uh, more knowledgeable than we are. So there's a lot that we cannot fully comprehend. There's a lot that we don't know about the future. You know, hello, he's God and we're not. Exactly. Um, but we have a scripture, which is God speaking so clearly to us about who he is and about who we should be. So just encouraging you, get in God's word daily, build that lifelong foundation of knowing God's word. And that will just permeate the rest of your life, goal setting and everything else. So I actually have a couple passages that are sort of my favorites for starting to understand God's will for our lives. There's so many, but John 15 is fantastic all about abiding. It's actually one of my core words for the year is abiding. Um, Colossians 3 is just such a great how, how now shall we live that we have been saved. And then the book of James is a tough one to swallow, but such a great um, reference for just challenging us to live as God would have us live. So the Bible isn't just an instruction manual on how to live, but it's so great because God has already provided us with so many guidelines. That was, that's the first thing that I would encourage you to do is just make sure you have that foundation of studying and um, meditating on God's word, because that's going to impact the goals you want to set. And then also the how of when you go to set them. I love that, Kayla. And then I actually have a few, I uh, have two questions for you because what you said for that first guideline, um, I have two questions that might can help people listening. Um, you and I, I'm pretty sure we understand when um, uh, God, when God is speaking to us, especially when we're reading his word, we understand it in a way that he wants us to understand it. So basically, um, I know a lot of people have a hard time understanding if it's understanding 
if God is talking to them or speaking to them. So with that being said, like to me, God speaks to me. Um, uh, it's weird. He speaks to me through numbers. So like, he'll, like if I'm praying to him, he'll, he'll give me a number in my head and I'll go to that page and it's exactly what I needed to hear. That's me. To Moses, he, he talked to him through a burning bush. Um, to me, if I seen a bush on fire but wasn't burning up, honestly, I would still walk past it. It wouldn't catch my attention. But to Moses, it caught his attention. So God knows how to get our attention. So what would you um what would your recommendation for anybody who just doesn't understand how god speaks to them personally what would you say is a good way for them to learn how god speaks to them so they understand it's god speaking to them yeah absolutely i think continuing to be in the word is just huge um because that's a primary method and so i would say don't shy away from scripture even if it's like okay how what is god really saying through this something that has really helped me is having a journal nearby just because it gives you sort of the mental space of, okay, I'm going to write about this or even just writing down scripture, but something kind of cool that God does for me personally. And maybe this is something that can help you as well Is I follow a scripture reading plan. Okay. And you do as well. Yeah. What God will do is say, oh, you should read. It's kind of a nudge or if it's just a random, like I, I think it's random it says, oh, read this part today. And it'll be exactly what I needed. So it's within that sort of pattern of the scripture that I've been reading. Um, Cause like right now I'm in Genesis and Mark, but the specific chapter that I read that day is so often what, um, what I needed. And so something that also, so kind of pulling all of that together, journal about what you're feeling and thinking. Cause that's, that's what God is going to speak to and about is what's actually going on in your life. And then ask yourself when you read a passage of scripture, how does this apply to my life? How does this apply to this situation? So I'm very much a journaler and a question asker. So that's what I would recommend in that situation. I love that response. Uh, that's definitely what I would have said as well. I love the response. The main thing is really just understanding God's word and then journaling, which has been a big uh, help for me personally, because before I never really used to journal. I would just write, I would just highlight in my Bible and stuff, but I never really took the time to understand why I was writing certain things down in my Bible or why I was, um, so why I was like, I felt so like, leaned forward to a certain verse or God was telling me something. So journaling out and just writing things just comes down to my mind has really helped me. So thank you for that. So I would love to hear your second, um, your little second guideline for. Yeah. So the second guideline is just kind of a focus on stewardship. So stewardship is one of those sort of weird words that's not used often in our culture. And it's not even really printed often in scripture. There's one passage where it is, it's first Peter 410 as varied stewards of God's grace, but it's kind of a subtext throughout scripture. And so I've got like a general definition that I found and that I usually use. It's called, so it's the definition of stewardship is utilizing and managing all resources God provides for the glory of God and the betterment of his creation. That sounds kind of lofty. So what I did was I'm like, okay, what does that mean for me? So the way I would rephrase that for myself and for you is using my time energy, skills, relationships, and resources for God's glory and the benefit of others. So what does that look like in your life? Ask yourself those questions. What does it look like to steward your spiritual walk? Is it creating a morning routine where you study scripture each day? Mm -hmm. What about for your physical health? God gave you a body. Are you taking care of it? Mm -hmm. Um, For your family and your relationships with your friends, what does it look like to, um, encourage them in the Lord? How are you interacting with them? Your finances and your career are something that we've been talking about. What does it mean to use 
the money that I do have or the method in which I make money to glorify God? Is it a certain percentage of saving? Is it creating a, um, a benefit or a scholarship type aspect of your business and at the same time as you prop like focus on profit and then your mind um you know are you stewarding the skills that you've been given whether that's skills that you learned in college or just learned by doing and so those are actually the areas when I help people set goals those are like the seven areas of life it's from Zig Ziglar's um wheel of life oh okay um, nice yeah and I I like you can always add a different area for example if you do a lot of volunteering or if you're a student those are the two biggest areas that you add but spiritual physical um friends family finances career and intellectual those are like the categories and so kind of asking yourself what does stewardship look like for me in these areas what have i been given and how will i use it for god's glory and the benefit of others and so when you're setting goals in those areas kind of asking yourself that question, that mental check of who's, who's this for? <laughs> Why yeah. is this for? What's the purpose? So that's my second guideline is focus on stewardship. So how would you say you focus on stewardship, Kayla, within, um, launching courage deer? So when, when the idea first popped into your head before you even created the website, uh, yeah. just the idea of it, um, when that idea popped in your head, how did you use stewardship to basically um, stay in line with what God wanted you to do and then bring it to life as well to help other people? Yeah. So, so most people don't know this about me, but I actually went to school for engineering. Um, I work as a writer in my day job and I obviously am a coach in my side business, but I went to school for engineering. And one of the biggest things that we learned in engineering and one of the things I learned in my day job was the process of anal analysis and iteration. So doing something, but then looking into the why and the how of things happened and then being able to change something and go back and do it better. And so I realized I had this skill. I realized I'd been able to coach sports for forever. So I knew I had coaching experience. And then personally, uh, God just kind of brought me to rock bottom and walked me back through building routines and goals in my life. So I was like, okay, putting that all together, what does it look like? Because I don't want to just use these things. Like I was very thankful to build goals and routines in my own life, but I was like, okay, I can do, I can do more with this. I can help other people who are in my same situation, who want to live for God's glory, who want to make the best use of their time, but don't know how. And so I built my coaching business and a lot of the principles that I use while I'm coaching are asking questions doing something, acting, analyzing it with my clients, and then helping them iterate, helping them change something and try it again until it's something that works for them. So that's just one of the ways that I use the stewardship of the college education God gave me, the experience of coaching sports as a, as a high schooler, and um, my personal experience of struggle, kind of pulling that all together in how I built my business, but also how I coach my clients on a one-on-one -on -one basis. I love that. Wow. I didn't even know you, you coach sports. So that's, yeah. that's very interesting. Just taking what you learned from there and then just taking those assets and then putting them into your, the, your courage, your community. So I love that. Um, okay. Awesome. Go ahead and tell us about number three. Yeah. Number three was the one where I was like, I don't like talking about this. Mm -hmm. So it's, <laughs> it's knowing your own weak spots, being really Ooh. honest with yourself. So okay. asking yourself, what tempts you away from God's will, from God's character, from acting godly? And so maybe it's something like when you make money, you just want to make more money. Like it just becomes all about the money. Wow. Okay. Maybe it's wanting people to recognize you and applaud you or wanting people to see how hard you work. 
um, all of these things start in something good, but then can be like, can be twisted into something negative. Um, Especially I think in business when who you are matters, what you make matters, like businesses, you got to make profit in order to have a business. Exactly. Yeah. So one of the things that I would encourage you here is being honest with yourself and identifying those things and then build guardrails. So I'm just going to use an example from my life because I know that will help apply it. So I struggle with pride. I want people to see how hard I work. I'm an oldest child. I'm a hustler. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just, I want that to be known, Mm -hmm. but that's not the point of what I'm doing. I don't really want people to just see me. I want people to see God and I want people to be to be served by what I do. So knowing that about myself, I set a couple of guardrails. First of all is around my time. I always take the Sabbath off. I don't get on social media. I don't talk about what I do. I just cut it off. Like that is for me is that huge guardrail that I need that time to just focus on God, get my mindset right and not be working. The other kind of guardrail that I set up, I'm actually looking at them right now, is I have reminders up on my wall, and there's two of them. One is Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. Wow. And then the second is my company mission statement, reminding me that it's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's about God's glory and the courageous women that I get to serve. And I have to read those every single day. I have to remind myself every time I about, I'm about to get on an Instagram story it's not about you, Kayla. Every time I write a blog post, how is this serving somebody else? How is this glorifying God? And so it's hard to be confronted with our own weak spots. But I think when we do ask those tough questions, realize where we're going to potentially get caught up, we can build, like I said, guardrails and just kind of be aware of it because stuff, it's harder for us stuff to catch us off guard and make us stumble and, and do something that we wouldn't be proud of in the future if we're knowing, if we we know what we're looking for. Wow. I love that. Uh, I've actually never thought of uh, considering your weakness when aligning your goals with, um, within God's plan uh, for your personal life or for your career. And it actually got me thinking when you were talking about your weakness, I'm thinking, like, I was thinking the whole time, well, geez, like what, what weaknesses do I have? And I also have a weakness that is similar to yours where um, it's kind of not like really a pride thing, but I value recognition Mm. um, from other people. And that's actually how just honestly, now that I'm looking back just in my whole life in general, when it comes to education or within my business, if other people recognize me as doing well, then that made me feel as if I was doing something right. And if I didn't get that recognition, if nobody said anything, I would automatically assume I'm not doing something right or I'm not doing something well enough for somebody to want to talk about it. so um and that goes back into the mindset what you said before like why am I I'm not this is not for me like God gave me these specific gifts to help other people not just to keep them to myself so why do I need the recognition from somebody else to keep me from providing what God has given me to give out to more people so stop relying on the recognition of other people so when you said that as you're uh when you were talking about the pride and everything for your weakness um I never thought I never thought about using like having like knowing your weakness and setting up guardships and stuff. So uh, that's something I'm probably going to work on. Not probably I will work on now too. I just need to figure out what because um, I think I have more weaknesses than that. So I I want to write out more of my weaknesses when it comes to goal setting and planning with God and then understand the motivation of uh, why I feel weak in that area. And then just like how you have reminders up on your wall, just find scriptures that remind me of. Um, not remind me of that weakness but remind me of what my goal and what my mission is and how to like 
like combat that weakness in a way. So I'm glad you brought that up because I, I I did not think that was going to be a part of your four guidelines when it weakness. So yeah, thanks. I was thinking about it. I was like, I definitely this definitely needs to be a part of it because I think often when we think about goals, we get so excited and we get so yep. yeah, this is going to be great. And then it's so easy. I don't want to say it's easy. Sometimes when we fall off the deep end or when it becomes, when we spiral out of control in, you know, either setting selfish goals or um, being really disappointed in what happened because it wasn't, you know, it didn't live up to our expectations. We ask why. And so coming, coming at it from the front end, just being prepared. It's like, I mean, one of my other favorite passages of scripture, it doesn't have anything to do with goal setting or I didn't think of it in in this context, but it's setting the armor of God from Ephesians six. Part of setting up the armor is being prepared ahead of time. If we're not prepared for what could go wrong, then that's going to derail us. But if we're prepared for it, then it's so much easier to stay consistent, stay on track and just be really confident in what we're doing. Cause that's, I mean, that's the goal at the end of the day is we want to set the right goals for the right reasons. And so whatever we can do to sort of get out of our own way, I think is helpful. I love that. I love that. All right. So what's your number four? Number four. So this ties into the activity. So number four is make sure you're in the right mindset for goal setting. So I love mindset. So I actually have, I'm going to do the activity first and then talk a little bit about why. So before you set goals, so this is very practical when you are sitting down to set goals. um, I do year quarter and monthly goals. I don't think there's anything wrong with just doing monthly goals. Like you got to do what you got to do. Actually, I didn't start setting yearly goals until I started my business just because it makes more sense to do yearly goals when you're in a business. But personally, I think month to month is just fine too. But before you sit down, reflect. So that's the first one is reflect, right? What you're thankful about and what you're proud of accomplishing in the last month. So it's that mindset of gratitude, of reflection, of instead of just looking to the future, looking at the past as well. I think that's a lot of wisdom in that. The second is preparing. And so this is journaling. Um, about your why and just ask yourself this question, why are you setting goals? And if the answer is, you know, part of the answer is I want to accomplish things versus not accomplish things. I think that's a good reason. You know what I mean? Like we set goals because we want to get stuff done. But I think also the better that, you know, the, the deeper why is I want to glorify God. I want to benefit, you know, people I'm serving. And if it's personal goals, um, I want to steward well, like, you know, kind of figure out what that why is for you. I'm not saying that it has to be those things, but journal about it. Why are, why am I setting goals? Then three is the action. Set the goals in the areas of your life. Like I mentioned before, in your spiritual, physical career, um, finances, relationships, intellectual, things like that. So set those goals, do what it is, but then this is the clincher. Analyze them. Don't just set them and walk away. Analyze and ask this question. When I accomplish this goal, who will be glorified or benefited? Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. And then if you realize, oh, wow, um, just me, that's just me. Oh, wow. Then switching it and asking the question, how can I pursue and accomplish this goal in a way that is glorifying God and benefiting others? So just like, again, it's just like, it's not the set it and forget it. It's being really mindful about why am I doing this? But then taking that into the action of analyzing what you've already done. So I don't want you to be afraid of setting goals, like set the goals but give yourself the space and accountability to analyze them and say, okay, end of the day, end of the month, end of the year, what happens when this goal is accomplished? Do I really want that to be the goal or do I need to adjust it so that something else happens? 
Wow. I, I love that. That, that analyzing part got me like, okay, who are you like analyze? Like, who is it really affecting at the end of the day? Is it just personally for you or is it actually going to help other people and is it in line with God's plan? So I, I love that activity. That's a really good activity. And I'm definitely going to do that as well. Yeah. This was just fun for me to create. And, um, I needed, I'd like, I need these reminders just as much as everybody else. Um, and like I said, like setting goals in order to get things done is not bad. Like there's like goals, so, or goals and accountability are so tied together. Um, we set goals so that we know what we're doing, but then we also know, did we do the right things? Like looking back, did we accomplish this goal? But I'm so glad you asked me to talk about setting in line with God's will, because so often we, we get caught up in the, the hamster wheel, right? Like the yes. keep going and keep going and keep going. And, um, I think the stopping and analyzing, like I said, I'm a huge journaler. So if you're not a journaler, you might struggle with a little bit of this, like <laughs> apply, applying this, but even just asking the questions, maybe you don't journal, you don't have to journal about them, but just asking yourself the questions is a great sort of gut check. I love that. And I guess my last question to you is um, now that we talked about um, goal setting and planning, um, keeping God and uh, God in check and then using those four guidelines, what would you say for courage, dear, what would you say is your main goal for courage dear by the end of the year and why is that your main goal and who is it going to affect oh put me on the spot here <laughs> <laughs> so so kind of overall for the you know for as long as it god allows it to exist courage dear exists to build up women who awaken with courage steward with grace and work with purpose so just building up women who are just confident in their lives for this year um I, I struggle because I get into the nitty gritty of like, I want this number of clients and this Got number it. of programs, things like that. But like, is in a more general situation, like I want to always be coaching women who want to build their, you know, coaching women to build their goals and their routines, whatever that looks like, however many clients God gives me at one time, I want it to always be building women up. And then for the kind of more public aspect, because obviously we've got social media content, got the blog, everything like that. I just, I want the content to give people courage. That's why I called it courage, dear. My mission is for you as women to feel encouraged, but also feel courageous to do whatever God has in front of your life. So with every piece of content, I'm asking myself, is this giving someone courage? Is this challenging someone to be courageous? Is this encouraging them? And those goals, um, I think the more courageous women that exist, the better God is glorified because courageous women do fantastic things for God's glory. Um, so I think that's, that's kind of, that's my year in a nutshell. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I guess I'll end this off by, um, go ahead and promote yourself. You know, where can people find you? Um, do you, I do have anything um, fun coming up for like your community or for your audience? So go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So on social, I am Kayla Reynolds, um, K-A-Y-L-A-G-R-I-N-A-L-D-S. And then my new website, as Nikia mentioned, and also Nikia helped build. Is... <laughs> it's amazing, guys. You guys have to go see it. It's so good. It's It was so fun to build and I'm loving it. I'm actually writing a blog post today yes. um, about morning routines. <laughs> um, oh, no way. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, couragedeer.com, D-E-A-R. Um, lots of free resources. The best way to sort of experience coaching without the t price tag is my free community. Um, we set goals together every month. We do weekly trainings. It's on zoom. So you get to see people face to face if you, if you want to, no pressure to turn on your camera. <laughs> um, but it's just a, it's just a community I've, I built that, 
um, gives you a good taste of who I am, but also just as really encouraging as you go about pursuing your goals. And then like Nikwe mentioned in the beginning, if you want to set goals and you just want some kind of a kick in the pants to set these goals, I've got a 90 minute goal intensive and it's just 90 minutes all about you, all about your goals. And then it comes with kind of four weeks of weekly accountability. So you get the session, but then the four weeks of me chatting with you and just making sure you're doing all right. Awesome. Well, I love that, Kayla. Thank you so much for one, being my first guest on my podcast. I'm very honored to given us very valuable information when it comes to setting goals uh, just for your personal life and for your business as well that do align with God and giving us a guideline to follow to make sure that they're not selfish goals. Uh, they're goals that, I mean, even if, even if they're personal goals, they're just not selfish in the end um, because even if you have personal goals, it can still affect somebody at the end of the day. So, mm-hmm. um, and then last but not least, uh, any scripture that comes to mind right now that uh, you want to tell the audience about um, that has to do with goal setting or that you personally love? Yeah, I'll just mention again, the one that's up on my wall that just encourages me so much. It's Colossians 3, 23. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. It's such a great reminder for personal, for business, for anything, just to do it for God. I love that. Thank you so much, Kayla. Yeah, thanks uh, for thank having you me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on this podcast. Um, and I hope everyone that's listening um, definitely got some value from this podcast. I, mean, I, I definitely got value. So I know you guys got value as well. And like Kayla said, you can find her over um, on her website because uh, she actually has um, like a resource library where she has activities like this to help you build goal setting. And if you need that more one-on-one touch, she does have um, 90 intensives, uh, strat- uh, 90 intensives as well as um, a part of her coach coaching services so uh thank you so much kayla for coming yeah. on this podcast and i hope that you have a good rest of your day you too Nicole.